Welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of Film Frat Podcast, episode seven. Episode seven. Episode seven, and um, we uh, we racked up a lot of um, yes. things yes. to talk about. There's a lot. We've been kind of on a small hiatus. Yeah, I we've been say. watching, not talking, but now we're doing the talking. Now we got to do the talking because honestly, we've been wanting to talk about this stuff. Some of the stuff we watched a while ago, so our memory might uh, be a little cloudy a little fuzzy, on that. But that's all right. I mean. I I think we still got like good opinions on oh, them and everything and i think i i remember them well so. yeah, yeah yeah enough for enough, me for sure yeah <laughs> um but yeah we have a lot to talk about so again thank you for tuning in thank yeah. you for clicking on this and yeah let's just have let's, fun with it let's jump into it let's jump into it man the the most notable thing that i had fun with the most that we watched was the last of us hbo yes the last of us mm-hmm. which uh which is um it, it's based on the video game naughty dog PS, yeah. ps3 it came out originally which uh, the last of us video game yeah typically video games they don't get like great renditions of That's movies right. or shows like typically so what do you think of this one because i know you've played the game so, so yeah, what was your i played opinion? the game originally back in like what uh, it was like after it came out a year maybe like 2014 and uh you didn't play the game I so haven't. you you just experienced the show itself yeah and um a lot of it was very similar but you got to think about like uh the the medium in which it was presented it was a video game there's a lot of action you know kind of you know free roam kind of experience as opposed to the tv show Mm -hmm. it's more of the tv show medium so there's you know the blocking and and the writing of it so there are differences i want to say but the the way it follows the the video game is actually pretty pretty close and accurate. Yeah, that's I think cool. there's small like uh, differences and some stuff that wasn't included in the video game. I believe mm-hmm. that was in the show. But um, first and foremost, what do you think of the casting? I Pedro Pascal, right? Did a great job. Okay, yeah. and yeah. then Bella Ramsey. I think she grew on me. Yeah. like throughout the show. At first, I wasn't like a hundred percent sold on her character and her being like so. Uh, I guess uh, adult at some such a young age. Yeah, I, it makes sense given the you know the living situation they've grown up in and stuff. But like, she was just so like like she would she would do things that could get her killed very easily. I felt yeah. like sometimes. Yeah. Um. But at some point, it kind of like you just like kind of realize okay this is this is her this is mm-hmm. how she is like all the time so yeah i mean and she was what like 13 in yeah. the story mm-hmm. right um and obviously she was born post kind of apocalypse with the whole um uh what what kind of uh what is the fungus uh yeah what was the actual fungus name i forget uh, well it's like it starts with a c it's like uh cordyceps. cordyceps that's what it is cordyceps yeah um and yeah, so going back to the whole casting, Pedro Pascal, fantastic. He did a great job. Um, yeah, I was iffy with the whole casting when it was first announced. Obviously, Joel and Ellie, uh, Pedro being Joel and Bella being uh, Ellie. There was a lot of hate on yeah. Bella Ramsey when she was first cast as Ellie because obviously people grew to love the video games, one of the most best-selling, most played video games ever, really. And so you really hold um, Ellie as a character, tr- like to your heart. And when you know when she Bella Ramsey got casted as Ellie, there's a lot of flack because the resemblance wasn't there. Yeah, you know Bella Ramsey doesn't really look like Ellie modeled mm-hmm. at all, right? But after finishing the show, I think her personality was perfect. Yeah, so you feel like she captured like the essence of what? Oh, absolutely. The she's dirty mouth, mm-hmm. right? She's witty. She likes to have fun. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like that, like um, juvenile esque kind of attitude where she doesn't like to take orders from anyone, but at the same time loves to. 
she's still a kid mm-hmm. realistically so you know you see her you know kind of messing around with joel trying to push his buns and stuff so that's actually like the game yeah yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. what i liked okay despite whatever the you know her not looking like ellie which was also one of my issues i'm not gonna lie i was kind of upset at first mm-hmm. but definitely grew on me yeah like you were mentioning that's yeah same same dude and I, like you guys were mentioning while you were watching because you obviously you play the video games yeah. you you point out like Oh, it sounds like NPC characters, yes. you know, like in the background. Yes. There, there's different aspects to the show that had like video game elements that were kind of yeah. like just exactly. like a cherry on top, you know? Yeah. And, and for a specific example on that, there was that scene where they crashed into that one kind of like uh, little store member. Their truck actually physically crashed and they had to get out. There's people shooting at them. Yep. And then mm-hmm. um, Ellie had to like climb into the next room. Mm-hmm. There's perspective. You don't see the perspective of, of the guy shooting at them. You just mm-hmm. hear him kind of, you know giving his his lines like oh i'm gonna get you blah 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 that's very video game-esque because you're still in the perspective of joel you don't see the other guy at all but you still hear the shooting he's still missing shooting the truck whatever and you just hear him say the stuff and yelling at him that was pretty cool yeah i like that little touch they added i like those details those are fun like those are just fun to pick out like throughout the show and you're like oh that's that's good attention to detail so yeah yeah overall you'd say it was pretty good uh the show yeah yeah yeah, absolutely now i wanted to ask you since you didn't play the video game Mm -hmm. right what did you think of like the progress between both Joel and Ellie kind of turning more into a father, yeah. you know, daughter-esque uh, um, relationship. That's a good point to bring up because I would say it was very, it was a good gradual, um, you know, climb to this like father-daughter like kind of relationship that they had. But um, there was an episode where it very much turned from like gradual to like, okay, this is like a yeah. father-daughter dynamic. So, yeah. and that was a little bit... Um, it wasn't out of nowhere, obviously. You knew it was coming, mm-hmm. but just the shift in mindset of Joel yeah. was very fast after yeah. a certain thing happened to him. And, in the- and that the specific part you're talking about was when he got wounded, remember? He yeah. got stabbed. I think it was a baseball bat like mm-hmm. that. It was just stabbed into his stomach, I believe, and then Ellie had to nurse him basically back to health. Mm-hmm. It's when those cannibals, like kind of cult-like group, you know, kind of you kidnapped Ellie mm-hmm. after he got back on his feet. That's where you really saw that yeah. change and mentality mm-hmm. that kind of she's kind of my daughter now kind yeah. of protect her which was cool to see it did feel like to me a little bit it went from not zero to 100 but like you know like 40 to 100 or something like that like it was gradual and then it really got like to the point there right but i get it mm-hmm. like I, I i always knew that was kind of like the dynamic they were gonna form Absolutely. at some point so and and that whole shift in mentality and stuff is due to the trauma that he's experienced because of his daughter when mm-hmm. the outbreak first initially happened and yeah. she got killed yeah dude. right that was a great um opening uh first episode yeah, yeah i agree. pilot episode I agree. that was and a really good yeah. pilot episode absolutely mm-hmm. and much like the rest of the show that episode actually pretty like the whole scene of them trying to escape their city mm-hmm. right and then you see everyone also trying to escape the city when it first happened that's pretty close to the video yeah, game straight out of the video yeah, game pretty, pretty much, much huh? and so yeah man it was it was pretty sad to see her her daughter yeah. get shot and man that yeah the emotions there were crazy i know i like I, I haven't played the video game so i didn't even know that was happening and when it happened i was like oh wow that's yeah i didn't I thought she was going to be the daughter throughout the whole show. Yeah. And then then for that to happen in the first episode, I was like, okay. Yeah. Heartstrings. Right off the bat. Absolutely. So. Um, What do you think of the actual zombies themselves or the infected? Because there's different types, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I liked them. I, the design is they did. A, I'm sure they did a pretty good job, like replicating yeah. them from the oh, game. Oh, they look good, bro. Yeah. I was excited to see the clickers, but yeah. sorry, you can go ahead. No, I. What you think? Do you think yeah. they did a good job? Yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. like the, the original, just regular infected, right? The mm-hmm. chase you, the walkers, the runners look good, and I love the sounds they were making, bro. Just so eerie and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they introduced the clicker, which is just disgusting right they're blind they can't see so they rely on on sound mm-hmm. right so that's why they got to be quiet just kind of crawl around um and then you had i think it was the bloater it was that big body that came yeah. out of that sinkhole um yeah. once they were trying to escape with uh, i think what was his name sam and i forgot the other guy the the siblings yeah that ended right. up very drastically dude, you know passing that's the away thing about this show dude like you if it's not joel or if it's not ellie don't get attached to a character yeah. too quickly because yeah. you might not see him at the end of an episode you know absolutely yeah but yeah the design's crazy and i i really like the design on them um again the clickers the bloaters um and not to spoil anything but the second game there's there's more variants of them mm-hmm. but specifically to this one yeah i think they were gross they're disgusting and you actually felt like a sense of danger yeah right you felt a sense of danger of like these things will kill them yeah um they were ruthless for sure once they heard you they were in attack mode like right away absolutely they definitely did a good job showing that yeah and then there's episodes where they didn't really deal with any infected but it was more so um complications with other humans Mm -hmm. um obviously again with the weird cult-like group that stole ellie um that yeah. was there's layers to the world for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. yeah they, they did a good job building the world like because yeah it wasn't just like humans trying to survive zombies you got all these different groups of humans kind of doing their own ways of surviving the zombies some of them like you agree with some of them you yeah. don't and it's just like yeah it's kind of a an interesting world they built in not yeah. a lot of episodes it was like a 10 episode long series right something like that something yeah like that but i think they they pretty much captured everything in the yeah. first game. Yeah. So now I'm curious to see with the ending, which we'll talk about how they transition into the second game. And I have my own opinions on the second game. I wasn't really a big fan. Mm-hmm. I didn't play it, but I watched playthroughs of it. So I, it's just, I'm not the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. They kind of deviated a little, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about once whatever season two comes out. Sure. Um, but what'd you think of the ending? The ending uh, was intense and I wasn't expecting how it went down. And that's kind of like what I was talking about earlier with like it going from like 40 to 100. Like it was like he was in dad mode the last episode and he was going to do anything he could to save Ellie. And absolutely that became his purpose by the end of the for sure, which I think was the goal. So, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely at first like i kept keep saying it it felt like it went from 40 to 100 for a little bit but like it was like it was good i liked it i really liked it for for sure sure. so they basically end up getting to the firefly base that they you know originally they wanted ellie to get to he finally got him there they were gonna try to do the tests to see if they come up with a cure Mm -hmm. but what joel didn't know is in order to get that cure Mm -hmm. if it even were to work Mm -hmm. she would have had to die yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. she would have been dead so that conflict in his head is really set him off and he went on that crazy rampage yeah um, crazy he literally rampage, killed dude. everybody in yeah. that hospital <laughs> yeah um, which was like whoa that's yeah. crazy and in, in yeah. the video game you get to play it so you can imagine trying yeah. to go through and eliminating all these people because you're not fighting infected anymore bro mm-hmm. it's now a conflict between ideals yeah and it's crazy that's crazy um so yeah he, he ends up saving ellie mm-hmm. and um towards the end 
Um, obviously they're back on their feet. She seems like a little out of it because mm-hmm. she also is kind of fighting that conflict of, you know, is Joel lying yeah. to me or, you yeah. know, what's going on? Is this Joel, guy okay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Joel lied to her and said, oh no, there, there wasn't a cure or, oh, there's other people out there who are also immune. Uh-huh. And by the end of the show, literally, I think it was like the final scene. Ellie asks her like, is this true? Mm-hmm. And then he said, yes, he lied to her to protect her. Yeah. Um, do you think that's something that you agree with or there's a lot of people arguing that case right should he have lied to her and if so did he make the you know correct Um, decision i don't know because it's like it it really set it good up for season two as far as like you don't know how to feel about joel going into season two like yeah do you do you agree with what he just did do you not agree with what he just did do you look at him as like a good guy still kind of right um so yeah i don't know i it made me feel a different way about him mm-hmm. by the end of the season. I, from when I first, from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, I felt yeah. a different way about him. So, um, I don't know. It's different. Yeah. I, I, it's not like a cookie cutter ending or anything. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not something you'd see every, all the time. So I always like that. But as far as Joel himself as a character, I'm interested to see where they go from that point. Yeah. Would you say he's selfish for saving her? Cause they're not related <sighs> at all. He killed a lot of people to he save one. He killed a lot of people to save that one person one that he person, cares about now. And that one person could have saved the whole world. Exactly. I mean, could have. Not saying it would have worked necessarily, but... Mm-hmm. But keep that in mind, what yeah. you just said. Yeah. That one thing could have could have saved everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, yeah, it, it was kind of selfish. It's a selfish part on, on his uh, end. Yeah, in my... Yeah, a little yeah. bit, for sure. But okay. you're following these characters, so yeah. it's kind of like... You just got to go along with their ride a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, now, since you didn't play the second game or know what goes on, what's a prediction moving forward? Where do you think this could go from here? The uh, way it ended. As far as, like, the relationship between Ellie and Joel, I think, um, yeah, I think Ellie is going to try to, like, pick apart Joel a little bit in the next season and kind of, like, get to know him in a deeper sense as far as, like, uh what the heck is going on with his mind like where is his head at with them and like what like what is his goal now Mm -hmm. like and like is he a good guy absolutely is he who ellie thought he was so um yeah it should be a lot more tension between the two of them i feel like Mm -hmm. in the next one interesting okay yeah 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 that's cool um talking about the other characters that i really liked what'd you think of tommy joel's brother Oh, he was a good character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked they. They seem like brother oh, brothers yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely good casting for sure. Yeah, and I liked him as a character. Um, and I think he was. I liked him because it seemed like he was just trying to you know make his own way in in the zombie world. Obviously, he left Joel, but like, yeah. What did you think of him? I don't know. I like the video game version more, but uh-huh. obviously, there's a lot of similarities. I like who they casted. Mm-hmm. I like the way he looks and is presented. Um, the whole mission of trying to find Tommy was actually pretty um, intense too. Yeah. So when they finally get together, link up, and that felt good. I'm like, he good. found Tommy, bro. I know. Yeah. And then they like seemed like it was gonna go to like crap like right away. It did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was like, bro, this whole journey to go find him, and then like this is how it ends up. But yeah. Um. No, I liked this character. I liked all the characters. I thought all the characters were pretty like mm-hmm. well thought out. And yeah. Had good. Even the ones you saw for one episode, yeah, yeah you yeah, gotta yeah. learn a lot about them for sure. So yeah, I think they did a good job building characters for sure. Yeah, good zombie show. Uh, so far, yeah, so, so far. far, and it's a it's a new take on zombies. It's a mm-hmm. cordyceps, right? Which is something that actually does exist in yeah. our world. Yeah, which is cool. I like yeah. that aspect to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the cordyceps, uh, kind of they're like a nest type, mm-hmm. um, 
just being mm -hmm. so they uh, move around in packs and do anything to survive which is why they take over humanity which man <laughs> crazy yeah and they were alluding to that like in the first episode where it was the um kind of the what is it like the interview with the doctor saying uh, like there would be no cure yeah if cordyceps were to take over we're screwed mm -hmm. and that's kind of what happened well <laughs> <laughs> but yeah last of us hbo yeah good solid watch yeah i would recommend 100 if you haven't played the video game even yeah. better go ahead and mm -hmm. go ahead and watch it definitely recommend for sure for yeah. sure but jumping into some of the other stuff we've watched mm -hmm. over the last couple months, we've gone into a little bit of the MCU. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of Ant-Man and yeah. the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, Quantum Mania. Let's see. I, I don't know. Personally, it was a fun watch. Yeah. Okay. I, it was a good experience in theaters. I liked um, the Quantum Realm, mm -hmm. obviously, which is something they've explored a little bit. Um, I, I was most hyped about this film because of Kang. Mm -hmm. king the conqueror right yeah. and um his introduction jonathan majors right big shout out to him he was also in another film that we watched recently which we'll get into yep but yeah i was just mo most excited about jonathan majors playing king and king kind of going into the new role of the thanos yeah. just that big overall threat that they end up kind of expanding on and building on until eventually you see them mm -hmm. and so it opens up we're in the new saga the mcu right the multiverse saga so anything can happen mm -hmm. um in terms of like the film itself uh there's a lot of stuff that kind of bugged me yeah right which we'll get into um what bugged you oh well what did you like about it okay what did i like um I liked King. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> flat down. I think that's the best part of the film. Mm -hmm. um, the Quantum Realm was cool, kind of exploring. And you had, um, what's her name? Steve Lang's uh, daughter. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll look it up while you're talking. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So his daughter and then her mother, right? Uh, she was also, she's the wasp, mm -hmm. right? The wasp's mother, who was the original wasp, mm -hmm. she was actually stuck in the Quantum Realm for a good amount of time. Mm -hmm. And that's where she met kang mm -hmm. right and actually tried to help him which you see uh the backstory explained in the film and it was cool they had a good dynamic you know they got to know each other and um once she found out his real motives yeah trying to um travel through these different multiverses and she actually got a glimpse when she touched she touched that uh reactor core mm -hmm. she got to see everything that he's experienced and she saw him wipe out just civilizations yeah, just ruthless just a just dangerous person and keep in mind, I say dangerous because the way he is set up and who he is, mm -hmm. this movie should have ended differently. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. And honestly, if it would have ended the way that I think we're both thinking it should have, yeah. maybe I would have really liked it. Honestly, mm -hmm. I would have really liked it. And I did like it a lot more than the second Ant-Man. Yeah. I was pretty disappointed with the second one, so I had low expectations going into this one. Okay. And so it was like a pleasantly good, surprising movie to me. Mm -hmm. But um, the ending is always going to be like that thing about it that I'm like, yeah. what was the point of doing that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But should we get into it kind of the yeah, ending yeah absolutely by yeah. the way his daughter's name was cassie cassie lang yeah. yes cassie lang which she also got her own suit yeah right yeah she, she got was her a good character suit. i like yeah, yeah. their dynamic the father-daughter dynamic absolutely yeah. and i definitely really liked her character and i liked um kind of just the way she she rebels and wants to help as well mm -hmm. kind of like ant-man but you know him being the dad and trying to take that responsibility he he just wants to make sure she's not in danger right which she will put herself in danger and i'm sure she'll be a huge part of you know this next phase but 
um yeah so kang being this dangerous guy that he is right um now has to go against um ant-man has to fight wasp um has his own army within the quantum realm for the time that he's been there he's been stuck because of his core reactor that hasn't been working mm -hmm. um why did he get defeated so easy that's a good question i mean that's like because you like like you're saying they're saying this guy up you know yeah. um to be the new thanos kind of you right know? so it's big kinda, threat yeah big threat and for him to kind of get taken out the way he did by ants <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah literal ants yeah when you said it bugged you i was like yeah literally bro it, it bugged me <laughs> like <laughs> literally bro it's like a couple ants took out this guy. What? I, okay, it, it wasn't a couple. It was, it a, was lot. a lot of it ants. It was a colony, like a huge colony it of ants. It was a ton of ants, but at the same time, it's like they're ants, you know? It's, and, and I'm just thinking if this guy can't take on these ants, how is he going to yeah. be like any kind of threat close to Thanos? You yeah, know? absolutely. And you got to keep in mind that this king specifically has traveled through these different multiverses. He's killed off all these civilizations. He's fought multiple versions of the Avengers. Mm -hmm. He even asked like... Uh, uh, Ant-Man like oh you're Ant-Man have I killed you before mm -hmm. are you the one with the hammer you mm -hmm. know alluding to the fact that he's faced crazy opponents before yeah. and has come out victorious mm -hmm. so with that itself on that resume of killing that he's had you mm -hmm. would think this guy was more of a threat yeah you know what I mean I would just think a so. presence yeah definitely um and then he ended up getting sucked into that reactor core and banished. Which, there's a lot of theories going around as to whether he's dead or if he's just stuck in that weird, uh, what do they call it, um, like possibility storm or something like yeah, that. Isn't, it's not like the quantum realm. It's well, they're different. in the quantum realm. Yeah, they're already. Uh, yeah, yeah, but so I remember how they go into the yeah, possibility remember, storm yeah, where okay, there's a yeah. bunch of different Ant-Mans. Mm -hmm. So he, people are saying he's not dead. He's yeah. just stuck in that specific storm. Mm -hmm. So... I, and after speaking to like homies and like Monchies, for example, I now changed my idea. I thought he was dead. I thought they killed him off, but I don't think so. I think he's going to come back and I think he will be the main king mm -hmm. from the entire council of kings that we saw in the end credit scene for that movie. You saw that huge council. They're all linking up together. They do business. Yeah. Um, and the reason they banished him is I feel like because he was trying to stop all of them. Mm -hmm. He was the one who was banished. And for some reason, when they speak about him, they were they were fearful. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So there was that fear factor. So now that he's gone, I think they're going to go on a rampage. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I like that. And yeah. so by the end of the film, you see Scott Lang doing his usual walking down the streets, you know, kind of like, yeah. Uh, right. yeah. Um, uh, and then he starts getting into his head like, wait, did I make a mistake? Mm -hmm. Did I kill this guy off? Like, was he actually the good one? Yeah. So I like the way it ended with yeah. that anxiety ridden kind of thought process that was going through his head. That was cool. I did. How, I like how they ended it like that. There was a point at, in the movie where it really seemed like Ant-Man was going to die in the movie. Yeah. And that would have been some kind of send-off for Ant-Man. Yeah. I, I would have... I liked the... I really did actually enjoy the movie. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I liked the ending fine, too. But it really did seem like they were going to kill him off. I thought, yeah, so I I thought, thought so, too. When they yeah. were in that final last fight scene, right? Mm -hmm. And everything was just going to hell. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought he was going to just sacrifice himself. And if he would have done... If that would have happened to me that would have set up king to be like okay he's already he just killed one of the avengers you know yeah. what i mean so like yeah he's the guy like mm -hmm. okay watch out for this guy you know what absolutely I mean? uh it didn't end that way they chose a different route um but yeah i still liked it though yeah absolutely what'd you think of bill murray 
I forgot he was even in the movie. <laughs> yeah, he was, they, in, in the trailers, I did watch the trailer. They yeah. were setting him up to kind of be like this good recurring character. Yeah. And it was kind of like based around him. Yeah, he kind of showed up just to flirt, right? Dude, he was, he was what's your name's boo thing. Just roll up. Yeah. Man, that was crazy. I was like, yo, there's some tension there. Yeah. Um, And then he got killed off. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, all right, whatever. He, he did what he was supposed to do. You know, comedic relief and whatnot. But... um. Yeah, I mean, I will see. I'm excited to see the the Kang Council. Mm-hmm. You know, the just the sheer crazy amount of of Kangs that there are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm ready to see what their first move is. Again, yeah. keep in mind that the next Avengers movie is the Kang Dynasty. Is it? That's yes, what it's called? that's the next Avengers. Okay, and then after that will be Secret Wars, which is a whole. I don't know how it'll tie into that, but we're going to see this council soon, and I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Yeah, me too. You know. Um, what threat do they pose and how is it going to affect, you know, everyone we know right now? Will they bring back characters? You know, will people die off? I hope they do. Yeah. I want to see some crazy stuff. Yeah, Marvel stuff. needs to, like, uh, they need to start doing, like, uh, they, they kind of have a formula sometimes for mm-hmm. endings where, like, you have an idea of what they're about to do and, like, it ends up just being, like, this last little thing to make you think someone's going to die and yeah. then they don't die. Yeah. They need to start going away from that. Otherwise, it's kind of going to be this... Uh, A little predictable. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this, this phase that they're in right now hasn't been my favorite. Mm-hmm. I feel like the films haven't been hitting as much. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Man was cool. Doctor Strange, you know, there's you know, mixed right. feelings about that, mm-hmm. which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, again. That was solid. Solid. Yeah, it's nothing like the old phases to me. No. I, uh, but I did see Guardians yes. recently. Guardians yes. of the Galaxy 3. And um, I thought that was a solid movie for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, what'd you think? I really liked it because um, it just, it was different than the other two to me. It was mm-hmm. like a... It had, and this was actually, I guess, something that a lot of parents were, like, upset about, is that it had, like, darker themes, and, like, they actually used the F word in the movie. I Did guess they? the first Marvel F word they is dropped what the I F-bomb? heard. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's the first Marvel F word. I don't know. I didn't know that was the case, but yeah. that's what I was reading. Mm-hmm. And I guess a bunch of parents are like, don't take your kids to see Guardians oh, of the Galaxy 3. Oh, my God, bro. It's too dark. Like, this no. is... No. They're pushing the PG-13 boundaries, and I'm like... What? I'm like, Dude, this is like, this is different. It's finally something different that Marvel's doing. And like, yeah. And they're, it's not super different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just got a couple different storylines that are kind of sprinkled throughout the actual storyline, like backstory kind of stuff. In the entirety of the movie? Mm-hmm. So there's different storylines throughout. The, I didn't watch it yeah, just yeah, to yeah. preface this. Mm-hmm. So there's like a storyline about Rocky. You kind of get his backstory throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And it is a little darker, I guess. Like, yeah. it's kind of a darker Just tone. to see like just yeah. where he's come all right. the torture he's all had the to experimenting endure. he's had yeah. to put up with this the main guy who's the villain in the movie i can't remember his name but he was actually a really good villain um okay he's kind of like this guy trying to create the perfect universe mm. by experimenting on all these people okay and rocky was like a part of that he was a part of one of his experiments okay. but rocket just happened to be like really smart for some reason you know yeah 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 so um dude yeah it was a really good movie i really liked i always guard the first guardians was like obviously like kind of a shock to people yeah. no one knew who the guardians of the galaxy were yeah really yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, when absolutely. you first saw that first one you're like oh this is a fun movie and you like the characters it 
it holds like a special place to a lot of people i feel like just because they're like i had no idea who these people were before the first movie yeah. so the second one was okay to me but this third one i think wraps it up really well and okay i really liked it i think i think you guys like yeah like it yeah because i definitely gotta get around to watch that um mm -hmm. real quick what was the relationship between gamora and peter in, yeah, in this question. movie that's because a, yeah yeah go ahead huge point in the movie huge, is like yeah so she obviously doesn't remember that they have a relationship because it's a different a version yeah. it's a different gamora um so the whole time peter's kind of like spin game he's trying he's to trying like, to raise it up yeah, a little bit and that's like he's always like kind of like if there's a girl in the situation he'll kind of like try to like <laughs> riz her up a little riz bit lord yeah a little bit honestly yeah. which was kind of funny but with gamora she's just like <laughs> She's just like, I don't know who you are, and I don't remember us, and like, I'm sorry. And it, it's kind of him just trying to get through to her a lot of the time. Yeah. Try to remember what she doesn't remember. And uh, it is a funny dynamic, just like, because he's kind of just sad boy. Like, a lot oh, of times, sure. he'll be looking straight at her, and you can just tell in his eyes, he's just like, <laughs> he's sad depressed. boy. He's depressed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's it's good, dude. I'm I'm excited for you guys to watch it. Cause yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't know if we wanted to get into spoilers. I don't know if you uh, cared. No, nah, let's not get into spoilers. You don't think so? I don't think there's too much to spoil, honestly. And I, I really want you guys to like. Uh, okay. I really the main thing is that there's a Rocket storyline. It mm -hmm. follows Rocket. Okay. His storyline, um, really well. And there's there's comedy, there's action, and there's everything you really cool. want yeah, in yeah, a yeah. Marvel movie. I I can't really think of anything that would like be like oh my gosh don't tell them that or anything okay. so <laughs> yeah i won't say anything else. so in your opinion this is the final guardians movie that we know of you know that's what they announced do you think this is um a good send-off for the crew and if it is um do you think they'll possibly be popping up again in yeah. different ways or what, what's your take on that i do think so i think it's gonna be i think it's kind of like an, an avengers dynamic where they had the original squad and then it's kind of gonna evolve into a new squad mm -hmm. i think that's where they're going with it so i think there will be more guardians movies it just won't necessarily be the exact same crew we've seen the whole time okay so is it a, a touching ending chapter would you say yeah. for this crew yeah okay. i liked it I, I really like this third one i to me honestly it, best in the trilogy it, I like it for certain <laughs> reasons. The first one obviously always holds a special place yeah, in my heart, good. but yeah. I definitely liked it better than the second one for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the second one, in my opinion, is a little forgettable. Yeah, um, I think so too. The first I one, agree. I obviously haven't seen the third one, but the first one's definitely, I think, better than the second one. But mm -hmm. um, real quick, your opinion on the end credit scenes? Do they set a lot up, or is it just more uh, so tied into like some joke? Like most most yeah, yeah. credit scenes thus far at least for the past couple of projects, most of them have been inside jokes within the actual film. Yeah. You know, um, the end end one is kind of an inside joke kind of thing. Okay. Uh, the one before that, before it kind of gets into like, you know, there's usually two. Yeah. 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 The one before that is a good one. Cause I think it kind of shows you who the new squad might be. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. So yeah, I think they were good. Yeah. They were good scenes. The, the end joke didn't hit as hard as it should have yeah. for like waiting the whole credits but you know that's just how it is sometimes i guess that's yeah, short but okay so it's a must watch you think at least go check it out definitely yeah okay. if you're into marvel i think i think guardians of the galaxy 3 was like a solid watch for marvel definitely got me more more excited about marvel than i have been in a while yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. that's good that's mm -hmm. good yeah because we need some spark yeah in this yeah. mcu um 
you know, wherever the direction is that it's taken. Um, but yeah, so Ant-Man and the Wasp, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Obviously, Jonathan Majors has been kind of on a roll this year. Right, yeah, he's and been he, landing some big roles. Oh yeah, big time. And one of his biggest so far mm-hmm. being Creed 3. Creed 3. Kind of playing, um, you know, Adonis's uh, childhood friend that he grew up on. Mm-hmm. Do you like Creed 3, to be honest? Uh, I know we were kind of getting yeah. into this. We were kind of feeling mixed that, about it. But. I know. It's like, while I was watching it, I really liked it, like, a lot. Like, I, I was like, this is a different Creed, and I still like it. I just don't think that it, like fits as well into the yeah the trilogy like it feels like its own movie a little bit mm-hmm. maybe that's because rocky's not there yeah i don't know yeah maybe that's what's missing yeah um yeah i i think that could definitely be a part of it for sure it could be because i mean what's the main difference in these three it's just that sylvester stallone is not in the movie rocky's mm-hmm. not in the movie and to be honest he was only mentioned once and it wasn't a direct reference it wasn't like oh rocky's doing this or this is where rocky's at it was more so just talking back about like the fights you know rocky versus whoever mm-hmm. so it wasn't like a direct mention to where he's at He's not mentioned in the movie, really. No, he's not, all. really. And it is it is kind of a bummer that that's the case, obviously, because, yeah. like, I mean, Creed, Origins from Rocky, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Uh, and he, and uh, Sylvester Stallone has been in the, you know, the other two movies, so it's kind of like. Yeah. And it's his franchise. Right. You know, yeah. like. So, yeah, I think maybe if he wasn't it, it would have hit a little bit more for me, I think, possibly. But, yeah. Um, I liked it though, like for I thought the fights were cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought the cinematography might have been the best out of the three. Yeah, in my opinion. Here, let me look up. I forgot his his friend's name. Yeah, he, so it's basically his buddy that he grew up with. Um, well, they were in the juvenile system together, and they kind of Damien. Damien is yeah, Dame time. Dame, Dame time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they grew up together and. Not grew up for a super long time together, but when they were in the system together, they were really close, so. Yeah, and, um, I mean, the whole story, realistically, like, Adonis Creed wasn't boxing, really. He was more so, like, Damien's, like, right-hand man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he'll travel with him. Yeah. Uh, they'll spar a little bit, but he'll more so, like, be the towel boy or just be mm-hmm. there to cheer on, really. So, Damien was originally, if we look at it, supposed to be the boxer. Right. That's what he was trying to set up to. Creed never really had that drive to be the boxer, mm-hmm. right? So... I mean, yeah. now you see what happens with the whole, you know, Damien being locked up because right. of what happened and Adonis having to now rekindle this relationship, something that he blocked out of his mind for right. good reasons. He didn't want to think about it. He felt crappy about it. Like, he ran away from the situation, which has plagued him so long. So once he's now reintroduced, Damien, I should say, is now reintroduced into his life. You see some dark sides of Creed. Yeah, Adonis, yeah, you see him go through some crazy stuff. Which was cool because it, it felt more like a Creed movie, like solely yes. about Creed, which I did like that aspect to it. I agree. Because yeah. you kind of get like, this is Creed's life before boxing even like, you know, was yeah, a yeah, thing. Yeah. So yeah, I did like it for that. And I did like getting into like the roots of where you like his childhood and stuff like that. Yeah um yeah yeah i think it, they did a good job just like setting up their dynamic and like their friends and like setting up that the resentment of hey 
you were helping me try to make it you remember that or do you not remember that but i'm here now like i'm out of jail so like are you gonna help me out now (laughs) yeah literally right and so like for damien's case and his perspective you know watching creed live out his dreams which is something we kind of predicted on the frat chat Mm -hmm. um it did hold some resentment he did hold some resentment right oh, which yeah, he didn't 100%. show initially yeah but it wasn't until they had to face off and 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 you know damien ended up beating one of creed's boxers because he he retired in the movie creed mm-hmm. retired yeah right he was just more so doing promotions and, and media and stuff so damien ended up beating one of creed's boxers in a really like brutal way dude like mm-hmm. dirty fight yeah he was ended dirty. Up taking the belt and that's when Damon's like, yeah, this is me, bro. Like, you didn't you didn't do anything for me. Like, yeah. I did this myself. So, yeah, you saw Creed get flustered. And, yeah. Yeah, man, those those fight scenes were good, though. They were good. And I think it, it was a good movie. I think the ending, maybe, we talked about. Yeah, we'll get up into a that. little quickly, possibly. Like, um, I don't know. It went from, in the final fight, it goes from, like, round three to, like, round, like, 13 or 15 or something like that. It was like 11. Because it was a 12-round fight. Yeah, it did go from like three. Uh-huh. And then you had this huge cinematic fight, yeah. drawn out. It looked yeah. cool. Yeah. Just a lot of imagery, like filled fight. Mm-hmm. And then immediately round 11 or 12. It's like, you're telling me this sequence. It was like, what, a three-minute sequence? How long would you say that was? It was probably like, yeah, it was probably like a good solid three-minute sequence that was very dramatized it was mm-hmm. like even the crowd wasn't there it was yeah, very like yeah. visual very and, personal to them yeah like just showing like okay it's just us us two in the cage let's fight this out whatever we're trying to deal mm-hmm. with which was sim like sim- the cinematography was really cool on that yeah um but yeah i i think the fight the last fight i just expected to be a little longer yeah that was crazy i didn't yeah i feel like it was too rushed um mm-hmm. the, the imagery in it though i did like uh there was points where like this huge like cell was in the way and like they were locked up and you know restricted and they were fighting within those like you know restricted bounds and what else happened like it, it just looks spooky mm-hmm. like it looked kind of like horror a little bit which yeah, is kind of cool yeah um i don't know if i really got too much of the anime inspired um uh, like look no. to it yeah i don't know maybe that was in the earlier fight exactly yeah. that's what i was thinking yeah um there was a point where um through uh in the first fight i forgot who we fought already but uh in the first fight uh creed was doing this thing where he kept dodging and it like uh, hyper analyzed a specific yeah. spot he wanted Ricky to get again. to the first the guy in oh, the first yeah, yeah, one yeah. wasn't it i think so yeah i think so yeah but he would do like these cool dodges and then he would like focus on the liver like yeah. hyper focus like an anime yeah and then you see like like the visuals and you see like his heart beating and then he misses it he's like damn like it's right there and he would keep doing it like that's that's where i see kind of the yeah. anime inspired uh look to him mm-hmm. which is cool yeah i liked it yeah definitely um yeah so what maybe it's I, the last creed i don't know i don't know the last i think creed. i don't think so you don't think so no i don't think it, it'll end like this in a trilogy i think there has to be at least another yeah if there is i'm i'm all for it but if they wrap it up like this, I'm I'm happy with it too. Are you? Because uh, he was retired though. Because at the beginning of this movie, so I kind of like, I don't know if he'd come back and box again. Yeah, like, I guess you're right. Like, who else could he even face now? Yeah. What yeah. other threat is there? Right. Maybe fight Rocky's. God, what is <laughs> fight <it>? Rocky. <laughs> fight Rocky. Yeah, his grandson, or was it his son that he? Oh yeah, but his son doesn't even box. Yeah, though, like... but imagine if he did. <laughs> he fights Rocky's son that would be something yeah overall it was a good watch um I did expect a little bit more yeah but I mean just based on analyzing it it was cool Mm -hmm. I definitely liked it I think I honestly I think the first one's still my favorite though 
I think I do prefer the first two to the third one. Yeah. Um, but and maybe that is just because Rocky's in it. I think that really does add a layer to it that yeah. maybe it needs because it is another story. Yeah, it's another yeah, storyline yeah. within the film, and yeah. this one does you don't you can't plug Rocky into this third movie. Mm-hmm. There's just no place for him to fit in, really. Yeah. So I like it. I like how they wrap, or I like the movie. So we'll see if they keep doing more or not. Yeah, fair. So and plus, you know, uh, Jonathan Majors is casted to be playing in a Dennis Rodman biopic oh, soon really? this year. Oh, that'd be sick. And I'm pretty sure it's it's the storyline where he's in Vegas and oh. he asks, uh, was it Phil Jackson at the time, right? Uh-huh. Bulls coach, like, yo, can I take some time off to go just relax? It's just a crazy storyline. Michael <laughs> Jordan had to go drag Dennis Rodman back because they were in the playoffs. Like, yeah. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, that would be cool. We'll see uh, when that releases. I don't think there's really any news for that one just yeah. yet. But that's going to be sick. Be I'm sick. excited for Dennis Rodman. Because Dennis Rodman is just crazy. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Michael B. Jordan. That was his directorial debut. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Solid, solid job, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I liked it. Um, and, I mean, I, I just like Michael B. Jordan in general. Great actor. Yeah. So, to see him debut his first, you know, mm-hmm. film as a director, I, I think he's going to continue doing stuff like that. Yeah, I hope so, too. Because I, I think he's got knack for it, for sure. Oh, yeah. And I hope he, he starts, like, you know, going into his own storylines, creating his own, like, originals. Mm-hmm. So, that'd be cool. But Creed 3 is a good one. Yeah. Um, I prefer this next one that we watched, yeah. which was John Wick 4. John Wick Chapter 4. Which is the last chapter, mm-hmm. so we think. Mm-hmm. The way it ended, they kind of left it on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So, I think there will be more installments in this universe. I think so. I hope and so. And I hope there is. Uh, see some other assassins absolutely Mm -hmm. so i think it's it's john wick's final chapter Mm -hmm. but i don't think they're going to be closing this universe off i think that'd be sick yeah um i'd love to just keep seeing action from these movies the the choreography is always like insane bro they just like must be planning that for so long when when those fights happen you know yeah i mean (laughs) like this film is i think included the most action it might have yeah i think so i think there i think that's something that like off the rip like yeah first opening scene he's like fighting all these guys in this art museum like and the choreography is just like so technical i mean he's older now so it's not like yeah but still it's like it's still good it's just like well thought out you can tell it's thought out whenever they're doing the fights and stuff it is and i feel like okay let's speak about this because this is something i wanted to note it's a long movie it is a pretty it's long, long movie. and i wasn't expecting it was like mm. almost three hours right yeah it had to be i think so had yeah. to be um so within this movie it felt like there were so many different storylines in order to fit one concise movie mm-hmm. right like it was it was him trying to um be pardoned right by the higher table then he had to go back to his family mm-hmm. to try to get back in communication with them and then um then he had to go ahead and try to defeat the joe burrow lookalike <laughs> <laughs> like there was just so many different like storylines built in to kind of yeah make this one concise film which made it super long but i liked it i liked it too mm-hmm. um which oh, so what was your favorite fight scene because i have one in mind that i thought was crazy out of this new movie yeah yeah out of this um movie. gosh dude it has to be the stare fight scene dude where, yes yep. yeah where he's okay. going up the We're stairs the same because it's just like such a a perfect scene for a movie where you're like mm. he's trying to climb this thing and there's just all these enemies just lined up just trying to take him down it's, from it's just a video game literally scene. climbing these stairs you know so yeah. it's like and it's just badass all the 
the action's always so badass yeah. in those movies. So yeah, like like he's going up these flight of stairs. He manages to get pretty far, and then he gets knocked down all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes up again, fights some more people again, gets knocked down a couple flights. <laughs> like it feels like he's just and he's timed because he has to get to this yeah. meeting, mm-hmm. otherwise deals over and they get killed. Yeah. So there was some anxiety there for me. I'm like, bro, ain't yeah. no way he's making it. Oh yeah, ain't it was no like way. two step forward, one step back. Every time you try to climb up this. Uh, these stairs bro sometimes it was one step forward four steps back like <laughs> it was insane down. 15 steps back yeah um so yeah that i agree with you that was definitely and that was my like favorite. almost a comedic aspect to it like they they yeah. knew that was a comedy aspect like because these movies kind of have like super subtle humor but it's just <laughs> yeah. like it's perfect for how um keanu reeves is like his acting his one-liners bro <laughs> they're almost like i don't even know like corny oh, yeah. but like good oh you yeah. know they're a hundred percent they're so corny dude. they're so corny you're sitting like but it works yeah you know what i'm saying so it's literally one line that's like, it he's like yeah <laughs> okay literally. it's like bro come on i liked it mm-hmm. um what'd you think of the other characters you had nobody right or it was his name no one or nobody he, he kind of had like the wild west inspired like weapons and he had the dog yeah that guy was cool that guy was cool mm-hmm. um i don't know if he was like a like he idolized john wick or he was maybe like a fanboy i think it was, was hard to read him. yeah it was because like at first it seemed like he was just waiting for the bounty to go up it on seemed him. like but then he ended up helping him in certain yeah, situations so. Yeah, I don't know where his head was exactly, but he was a cool character, a different character. Yeah. And like, was he a part of the assassins or was he just like a rogue guy? I think he was just doing his own thing. Yeah. I feel like he was just like one of those guys who collects bounties and did his own thing. I don't think he was like formally like an assassin okay. within any of the continentals. Yeah, you know that's what, what I, mean? I thought. Okay. Okay, that um, makes sense. Yeah, so, but I do like that guy, and I hope he can come back in some way mm-hmm. if they do, you know, want to expand the universe further. Um, what about uh, Homeboy with uh, the, you know, the blind blind guy with the cane, and he somehow magically was able to survive everything and not die? And yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, was- badass yeah, yeah like yeah. Wh- how do you how are you blind mm-hmm. and you just have the natural instinct of an assassin to just know where things are and like you know because he was john wick's friend right yes and he was the one assassinate trying to come after him right yeah because he's, he's the one who got the contract okay, you yeah. know he presented to him yeah. kind of by force yeah yeah he, he had, had his own storyline which is cool too yeah i liked his character i actually really liked his character a lot yeah. i thought he was a cool like because he wasn't really a villain. He was just given a job. Mm-hmm. But he, him and John also have like a history. So it's yeah. kind of... I really liked his character. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And again, the cliffhanger at the end, this is what we're referring to, is is based on this guy. Because at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. he tries and goes into like... What is it? Approach his daughter finally. There's no more like shackles on him. He can finally come in communication with his daughter. And then at the ending you see the daughter of the original japanese guy who had the continental in japan that Mm -hmm. daughter like it looks like she's gonna go kill this guy yeah so it's like all right so what this guy's gonna end up dying off yeah and this girl has revenge trying to you know avenge her father Mm -hmm. there yeah that's why i think they're gonna make more installments into this universe yeah i really hope so because just like whoever's making these movies they know how to do choreography they know how to make good action like a lot of times you'll have movies where like the camera's just like moving around a lot and like yeah stuff is just going down but these they take the time to like plan out the fights and like 
every little like detail of the fight. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I just think I just think cinema needs to see stuff like that more often. Yeah, and like no, I agree. I, that's why I really like these John Wick movies because yeah, showcases that like it's, on a high level. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The way I see it, it's like a roller coaster of films. You know, mm-hmm. like it's literally a roller coaster kind of experience mm-hmm. that you're just getting all the entertainment. It's like a spectacle, spectacle kind of, mm-hmm. and um. It's just fun to watch. But with the, with that being said, final chapter, mm-hmm. how did they send off John Wick? They sent him off. <laughs> yeah. I, I, okay, you have your own opinion. I he wasn't the biggest off. fan. Um, well, I... Okay, so you know, to spoil it, yeah, yeah, John yeah. Wick, yeah, yeah. He, he dies. He dies. He passes away at the end of this movie in a standoff with his buddy, mm-hmm. um, the blind, his blind buddy that mm-hmm. uh, is also an assassin. It's literally a... A standoff like walk 10 paces yeah turn around shoot yeah. kind of thing yeah and john wick ends up passing away at the end of the movie um i like it because he wasn't killed by like a bad guy you know what i mean it was a because like the way they've always made john wick out to be is he can't like you can't kill this guy no he cannot be killed like he is the best in the game and like no matter what he's just too badass and you're not going to be able to defeat him yeah so like no villain ever defeated him yeah it was kind of like the system that he was in kind of ended up not defeating him but sent him off i guess you know what i mean sure Um, like this assassin organization is kind of like how he was sent off um do i wish he maybe lived a life after the assassin i don't know if you can even do that once you're in it yeah um maybe like he like lives a normal life after Mm -hmm. but i didn't mind it but yeah. what did you think? Like what? I mean, I agree with everything you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Thematically, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not killed by anyone. Matter of fact, he's the one who decides when he wants to die. Right. That's what it felt like to me. Mm-hmm. He's laying there with all these injuries, and he's kind of like, I'm good. Yeah. And then he just died, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Which I understand. And based on all the crazy situations that John Wick has found himself in for him to die in this more normal way on his own, in his own terms very fitting Mm -hmm. i agree i just don't know if the reason it doesn't sit well with me i don't know if it's because um i wanted to see him kind of live a normal life again and kind of full circle back to the first film yeah right Mm -hmm. or if i just wanted to see him get pardoned and then he decided to die that way or something you know like not be part of this organization i don't know but it just felt off to me, and again, I get it, but man, I just, I don't yeah. know. It's just no, such, I get that so, take too. such yeah. a weird ending to me. I didn't think John Wick was going to die, so yeah, um, it would have been cool. I agree. It would have been cool to see like him in his apartment with like a new dog or something, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, Yeah. and like it kind of comes like full circle or something like that, but I didn't mind it, but I do see your take for sure. Yeah. I would have liked to see that, definitely. Absolutely. But yeah, action-packed. Uh, I, I, it's a must-watch, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like the, the thing about these John Wicks, it's like, do you have to watch all of them in order to... It, it kind of is one concise it like, is, story, kinda, right? Like, it, oh, the next one always picks up from where the last one exactly. ended. So yeah, it is... It is one of those series that you kind of do have to watch. Not not from the choreography standpoint, because no. that's always going to be great. But yeah, mm-hmm. for the lore and like the backstory, you kind of do got to watch them in order to understand what's really going on. A little bit. For it sure. is a whole concise story. So that's why I just wanted it to go full circle and kind of end the nice. way the first started. You know, yeah. I think that would have been a nice touch. Yeah, I agree for sure. Yeah. Well, do you have a favorite fight from all the John Wicks that you can think of? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one where they're throwing knives at each other. Yeah. In the jo- third movie? 
third one. Oh my Same god, dude. that was crazy. That's my favorite. They're just also. breaking like all these like the glass uh, casings and stuff, and just picking just stuff up and throwing it, chucking and, them at each other. Oh my god, dude, that so was intense, brutal. Dude. That was brutal. There's the one where he grabbed the axe at the very end of the fight, mm -hmm. and he just chucks it at the guy, and it just Damn. straight into right his, his dome. I agree, dude. Um, yeah. That was definitely probably my favorite. Same. That was actually yeah, my that's yours. Yeah, 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 I love that. And I've looked up that knife scene on YouTube just to watch because there's so many different like he almost like he's barely stabbing this dude oh, in the yeah, eye that and was like gruesome. showing yeah. it and it's like oh they just didn't hold back in yeah. that fight yeah, at all um it was fun to see uh who was uh it was also in the third movie like one of the first fights in the library who was yeah, the nba with, uh, player uh was yeah. it uh boban yeah boban yeah, yeah that was funny too <laughs> yeah. he was just this giant and he was just manhandling john wick bro mm -hmm. pushing him over here getting this the way he died was gruesome too yeah just mm -hmm. a book to the neck <laughs> like oh, dead. boban yeah that was a good one but um overall what do you think of the franchise Dude, I love John Wick. Yeah, cool. solid, solid action franchise. Probably one of my favorites, honestly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm -hmm. Must watch. Go and watch it. Go yes, watch sir. it. Absolutely. Uh, but jumping into like some, I mean, shoot, man, we keep talking about stuff we're watching, and we have a big list of stuff we watch. But there's a couple horror themed things that I, I just like watched kind of yeah. recently. They're just movies, but we can just touch upon them. Yeah, but, what's up? Scream 6, the installment of Scream 6. And you're a Scream fan, right? I am a Scream fan. Okay. It's it's gotten into that phase where it's kind of like I'm not as into it as I was because, like, mm -hmm. they're just not doing it for me like they used to, I guess. Right. it's It definitely is a formula for sure. Um, and Scream 6 was kind of the same, more of the same, but I think it was a solid installment. Honestly, okay. I don't feel the need to talk about it all that much. I mean, would you... I liked it. Yeah, it was a good scream. Like, if you like Scream, you'll like this movie. Okay. And that's pretty much, like... The extent? The extent of it, really. Okay. Like, if you... At this point, whoever has seen Scream, knows Scream. And if you want to go watch Scream, then you'll go watch it. If okay. you don't, then... Well, real quick, let me just ask this. Yeah. Um, The Killer. Predictable. Uh, Did you like The Killer? Um, if there was a review... Because I didn't watch it, but if there was the reveal, you know, what's your opinion? Um... No. <laughs> okay. No to all of those questions. <laughs> I didn't. I did not love the reveal or and or the killer in okay. this last one, uh, and that's where it's starting to fall off for me. Is like every yeah. I'll, I'll always like it. Usually think the movie's pretty solid until they reveal the killer. And I'm just like that part kind of seemed phoned in to me, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What I do want to talk about though, a horror movie that me and Mackenzie saw recently was Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, bro. and there's a lot of noise for that one. Yeah. Like, um, I didn't watch the first one, but, dude, the trailers were everywhere, bro. It oh was my, being yeah. marketed on anything. Yeah, and, like, the trailer, I haven't seen the first one, just Evil Dead, the one, I think it was 2013. No, um, I ain't no way. It must have been more. Here, I'll look it up. Uh -huh. But go ahead. But, the, not the original, like, the remake of the original, the f first one in this new series, but the, uh, the trailer for that first one when I was a kid, literally, like, I would watch it just to try to see if I could get through the trailer of that movie. So, like, now I'm seeing, like, Evil Dead, like, what they're actually about. Like, yeah. And went and saw this one in theaters. And, oh, my gosh, dude, I was exhausted by the end of the movie. Like, literally, <laughs> it was just I, draining. I was, like, drained, like, from just, like, flinching and just, like, reacting to stuff on the screen. And just, like, nah, bro. there was, like, times where I was just, like, 
laying in the like there's like nothing on the screen can make me jump at this point because i'm just like is they've gone so far and it's just like it's gruesome it's gruesome yeah bro, bro. i don't know if i'm a big fan of um stuff like that yeah, like just yeah. a gruesome bloody gore mm-hmm. you know but it's kind of like the weird thing about this movie is like it's not like it makes you react yeah but yeah. like there's almost like a comedy aspect to the person that's possessed there's almost like this comedic like tormenting like mm, personality to her okay. that's just like kind of fun to just like watch i guess like okay so it's a it's like um a possession film like an exorcism kind yeah. of esque yeah and so basic too because like they just get right into it they like there's an evil book someone finds the evil book they open it and someone gets possessed, and then it just goes into it. You know what I mean? But this book ties into, like, the first one. I think so, yeah. yeah. But I think it's really just, like, if there's the book around the area, and someone opens it, and whoever it, it picks up first gets possessed. And in this case, it was the mom yeah. of this uh, family that lives in an apartment. And her sister is also over to just kind of, like, get help. But then this ends up all going down. Yeah. Um, so the sister is kind of like the main character of the movie, the survivor, like trying to survive, you know? Yeah. Well, you the said, whole family is, but. And you said her mom's the one who was possessed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, not her mom, um, her, her sister. So they're, so the mom is a mom to three kids. Three kids. Okay. And the mom's sister comes to visit and she's looking for help. Um, but then the mom ends up getting possessed. So now the aunt of these kids has to like help them basically. Oh damn. Okay. It's like in the situation. Okay. And, um, gosh, dude, it's just like to, to just like give an idea of kind of like the stuff you see in it is like, there's a point where like this one character just, they're like fighting in the kitchen and like just takes like, you just see the cheese grater on the ground, like, and they show it in the movie and you, at this point in the movie, you already know they're going to do something crazy with the cheese grater and they just take the cheese grater, just right on someone's like calf, bro. Just like, and you see it great. (laughs) Oh my God, bro. It's so gross. It's so gross, but it was a, I like, I'm making it sound like ter- like a terrible movie, but honestly, I had so much fun watching it, dude. So it's a good watch. Yeah. It's just, you gotta be prepared. You gotta be prepared. You gotta be prepared, and it's fun. It's a fun movie. Like, mm. that's the best way for me to describe it is I just had a lot of fun watching it, honestly. Even though it was, like, intense, I'm, I'm into that kind of stuff. So okay. it, if I can get, like, a good reaction in a theater, yeah. like, where I'm, like, literally like yeah <laughs> looking away and looking stuff. away and stuff. flinching yeah then i i feel like it's a pretty good thing and the mom was a great performance being yeah. possessed she did a really good job she was creepy bro oh, man. and no jump scares like there's no jump scares like it was just yeah creepy but there was like some shots that were like different though like yeah you're like oh that was a creative way of shooting that or that was a creative way to reveal that mm-hmm. solid movie dude. you know what i like in, in possession films and stuff is when whoever's possessed right just mm-hmm. starts talking crap yeah like is that in the movie that's her bro oh, she that is an so asshole she just is, savage oh my bro, god dropping like some She's, insults absolutely that's I her love that like, so much and they like play into that like she is a tormentor she's like she's just so savage yeah it's so funny bro yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, so it's good that's cool bro that's good um do you uh 
you see any future installments in this series? It has Hell to yeah, be. yeah, yeah. Because they don't all have to correlate no. in terms of like families or whoever's mm, possessed. But it's, it's like that book, it seems like. Yeah, that really seems like what it is to me is like if that book is around in like a scenario and like. Do, yeah. Yeah, you know, it could be a different family every time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's kind of like what they do with like Conjuring or whatever. Mm. But do they, I don't know, I haven't seen any of those two or even the originals. Mm. Um, do they really explain the book or is it a relic or what what's the um, deal with the possessions and it's an evil book they didn't explain it too much in this one i'm sure in the first one they probably explained it a little more okay um they didn't really get into the book too much you kind of just get the idea from how they do it that yeah of what this book kind of possesses i guess you know yeah yeah um and you said you watched the originals I haven't. No, this okay. is the first Evil Dead I've ever seen. Okay, but it's making me want to go watch all yeah. the other ones. Oh, and to answer your question, 2013. Yeah, that it was the first of the reboot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was. Tw- that's crazy. I thought it was like more Dang, recent, yeah. but that's yeah. That's cool. Ten Evil years. Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, uh, I want to watch it. Highly recommend. No, it's just gore, bro. Like Dude. after watching like Terrifiers and stuff, I'm like, bro, no, this ain't no, like. Dude, there's no point. I don't want to watch this. No, yeah, it's crazy. It, it's kind of on that level, and I'll just say like last thing, like the opening scene is pretty solid like i'm um i'd say most memorable opening title card sequence i've seen in a while in a while really like or opening title i've seen in a while like the first what five ten minutes or what do you uh, mean? yeah like the first five minutes when the title pops up mm-hmm. it's a i don't know it just like sets the tone perfectly for the movie so it's like from the get-go like dude you're you're oh, yeah. already in it oh yeah that's yeah, cool. it's like the whole movie it's a wild ride so okay. definitely highly recommend evil dead yeah if anyone's into that kind of stuff yeah shout out evil dead rise uh oh, yeah, yeah you convinced me i definitely <laughs> gotta watch it definitely gotta watch it man um let, you know what let's Let's go ahead and not talk about no gore, man. Let's let's switch it up back. Let's let's do more something more family friendly. Okay. More, uh, you know, you watched Mario. <laughs> <laughs> you know, getting away from all the murdering negativity. You watched Mario. I did. Watch did you Mario. like Mario? I liked Mario. That's yeah. cool, bro. That's all I, I need to know. Mario. <laughs> no, but really, realistically, was it, I didn't watch it either, man. I I really got to watch all these. Uh, What'd you think? Mario was solid, dude. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that. It seems like there's opinions out there that think it fell flat or something. Yeah, yeah, I've been seeing opinions on it. Um, but for what, I mean, I don't know what people are really, like, wanting all out of a Mario movie. I don't know, yeah. like, what people's idea of a Mario movie was before they went and saw it. But I, I went and saw it, and I was like, that was a Mario movie, so you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, again, I didn't watch it. I don't mind, obviously, if we get into it. Mm-hmm. I'll just watch it and enjoy it for what it is. I, initially, when we watched the trailer and we did a frat chat on it, we were kind of guessing like what it could be about mm-hmm. um were our predictions right like i mean i mean it's so simple right yeah. like it's always just such a simple storyline it's just bowser is trying to fight or or trying not trying to fight she he just wants peach yeah that's like, it he literally just wants to marry peach and that's like the main goal of bowser in this movie yeah and then it just happens that Mario and Luigi kind of got thrown into this land at the same time. But were they normal people living in a yeah. normal world? So it, this starts with them in Brooklyn, actually. Oh, shout out. Brooklyn. Shout out Macau Bridges. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just random yeah. Shout out Macau Cam. <laughs> we yeah. see you guys out there. Um, but yeah, so they start out in uh, Brooklyn. They're like plumbers, you know? Yeah. And like their whole like get up, you know, like the red and green and they're costumes the way they explain that is like that's their selling point i will say the highlight of the movie is jack black is bowser, bowser yeah that's, I, the that's highlight what i've been seeing and i um 
I've been seeing some song that mm-hmm. he that he you know was singing. <laughs> What's that about? Peaches, peaches. Yeah, peaches. and it's like trending on like Spotify Dude, yeah. and Apple Music. It's like, like it's up. Cole there. Bennett made a music video for. Did he? Yeah, I did not see. That's of, crazy. Of Jack Black singing it. Um, yeah, it's in the movie too, and he has like a music piece. That's, That's something dope. to look forward to. Okay, for sure. cool. Yeah, good to know. I saw Jack Black was really playing into this Bowser role. Did you see him at the red carpet with his Bowser inspired yeah. fit? Mm-hmm. Like the what is it? Um, it was like his suit, and then he had like the horns and the flame. That looked crazy. Yeah, it looked clean. Dude, that yeah. looked clean. That was a fit for sure. Yeah, and I, he was really. I love Jack Black. Yeah, me the way too. he just plays oh, into these absolutely. roles. Absolutely, I love Jack Black too. Um, how were the other actors? What were the yeah, uh, performances everyone, like? I would say everyone did a good job, even Chris Pratt. There's like yeah. nothing about Chris Pratt I didn't like. I think he sounded like Mario. Did uh, he? Yeah. But yeah. you can some hints of Chris Pratt. A little. Not really. uh, not, uh, Mackenzie kept saying he sounded like Danny DeVito the whole movie. Do you agree? A little bit. He yeah. did kind of sound like Danny DeVito a little bit maybe. Mm, but, interesting. Um, I didn't bother me. None of the yeah. voices bothered me. I just think that like as far as like adding character like or like injecting the actor's like character into a character in the movie jack black did like the best job yeah, for you sure think so because like yeah bowser i have like a new like outlook on bowser now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he's different now every time you go back and replay yeah. the games yeah. it's now jack black yeah it's almost like jack black had like a, a solid hand in writing for yeah. bowser okay yeah man that's crazy how was um so it was charlie day right as luigi mm-hmm. was a good performance good performance yeah he was luigi's not in it a ton honestly really no man but he for what it was it, yeah. he was good there is this one character that i think is so funny in the movie bro like, it's like this like blue star probably from like mario galaxy 2 or something like that okay a and, blue star and they're like captured by bowser uh-huh. and this like blue stars like for a children's movie is saying like some of the most absurd things bro really as far as like uh like just like i just want to like just let me die in peace or something like that i just want to go already just like and you i just want to be a blissful peace and like literally the star's about to die and then like it doesn't die it's like no (laughs) it's It's just just like (laughs) self-deprecating like like his whole thing is like just like wanting to like it's Let like this life just, sucks like it seems so peaceful on the other side yeah. kind of thing which was like an interesting take for a children's movie but yikes it was funny yeah, yeah, yeah. i liked it i don't know okay. if like this cool. parents were like loving it man but, these parents must be like what is going on <laughs> yeah it's no it's nothing sacred anymore yeah right seriously uh, <laughs> after uh after guardians and now mario <laughs> Yeah, these parents got to watch out. These kids, man. <laughs> you know, it's, it's being exposed out there. Yeah. Um, how was... um uh, uh, Who played Donkey, uh, Donkey oh, yeah, Kong? Oh, yeah, Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen. I almost Seth said Ro- Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan voicing Donkey. Yeah. Anyway, how was Seth Rogen? He did a good job. Yeah. And it kind of gave me a new outlook on Donkey Kong as a character, too. I will say, I don't know if this just bugged me just because I know like that this is a thing, but the character design of Donkey Kong, I feel like it doesn't look like donkey Kong you know that what much. that's what a lot of people have been saying even before the film came out for like yeah. promotion people were saying that design was like just different yeah you it know? was way too mascotty to yeah. me it was like a mascot um that was the only like gripe i had with donkey kong but seth rogan did a good job and i really liked the character that they gave donkey kong like kind of like this a uh, flashy like cocky teenager kind of vibe kinda. yeah yeah but uh in a funny way i guess so yeah, he did good. Okay, yeah. Shout out Mario movie. Do you expect a sequel or more franchise films so. in the Mario universe? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. 
I think they already have some lined up. Oh, do they? Excuse me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think they have like a Mario Kart movie. Oh, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I w- there wasn't there a section like a Mario there Kart was. section in the film. Yeah, and it, uh, one of the things is like they have like like kind of like different things that you didn't know. You know when you build a cart in like Mario Kart, mm-hmm. like apparently it's like the like um, the Donkey Kong Kingdom or like they're building the carts and oh, stuff. Wow. Like you find out different like details like that in the movie. Okay. Of, like, yeah. yeah these different things you do in the game menus that might have like i don't know it's just yeah, like it doesn't mean much to you but in the lore yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know You're this is like, what's happening oh, it's cool to connect those yeah. things i guess yeah yeah that's dope um i i personally would love to see a luigi's mansion movie <laughs> that would be sick because yeah. i love that game that has to be like probably top three mario games for me mm-hmm. luigi's mansion so seeing that as a movie that would be sick fire dude. and make it horror yeah. oh my god That'd that would fun. be clean that'd be so fun um Okay, so yeah, so good experience, you would say, Mario. Definitely, yeah. Okay, must watch. Fun time for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, I'm getting into some other animes, so if we could talk mm. about some anime, any yeah, anime yeah, that you've absolutely. been watching lately? I mean, as you guys know, uh, Demon Slayer, hot. Demon mm-hmm. Slayer is hot. It's one of the most talked about, most sought after animes, you know, as of recent years. Uh, season three came out, which we're not cut up yet. Um, but from what we have seen, it's getting straight into the action. Straight into um, it, yeah. Season one, you know, it, it was a lot of explanation. Season two, I, in my opinion, I feel like they took longer to dive into actual action and getting into the into the different levels of demons and stuff. But this this season, within like, what, the second, maybe third yeah, episode? Like literally the third episode. You, or, yeah. Something like that. You got two of the top uh, ranked moons immediately just show up into the uh, Swordsmith Village, which is this arc. Mm-hmm. And it feels it like just, all is lost. Like, yeah, it's like we're like here, bro. Like, fast you're done. Into the movie. You're yeah. done. Yeah. And we get to finally meet uh, the upper ranked moons, right? Mm-hmm. You got, I think his name's Yorichi, which is like the number one ranked. Badass. Which yeah. I have my own theories about him because he yeah. has his own sword. Mm-hmm. He looks very familiar to a design that we've been seeing throughout the anime. Kind he, of Tanjiro looking. He does. You yeah. know, so yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Something's up with that guy. Um, obviously, we already know the third ranked uh, Akaza, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Like, the one who ended up rest in peace um rengoku yeah um but then we have like the weird like kind of like anxious crying demon yeah like we don't know what his deal is and then like initially from first glance it's like how is this dude dangerous yeah i'm scared to see that dude well you find out very yeah. quick why yeah. he's dangerous the yeah. second should we go into it like i don't know like, uh we could a little bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, like the you, second you cut into this guy whatever let's say you cut the neck from the body the head will grow a body and the body will grow a head so it just keeps multiplying like cells Mm -hmm. and it seems like never ending you keep cut like chopping the body it's going to keep reproducing Mm -hmm. that's dangerous yeah definitely i don't know like how they're going to combat that (laughs) and then you have the dude in like the what do you call it like a vase like a, almost kinda, like a genie bottle kind of and yeah. he like comes up and like mm-hmm. he has what like mouths for eyes and like man it's just disgusting design crazy but design yeah. I, I like it i'm uh-huh. just so curious to see like how are the hashiras and like the demon core like supposed to defeat these guys bro yeah it seems like almost impossible it just to me it's funny because like you like you said we like got to meet all these like upper rank demons yeah and it's funny, like, because we've had a scene similar to that on the Demon Core side. Yeah. You know, or like on not on the Demon Core with the Demon Slayers. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. we kind of get introduced to all the Hashira. Yeah. And the dynamic between all the Hashira and then the dynamic between like the Demon Core 
uh, like the you know the demons is just so different like yeah absolutely they're all like just putting every each other down on the demon side like no one wants to work together no no one wants to work together so it's kind of like i feel like maybe that could like play a fact into it like these guys just like don't work well together it could be yeah you know like a power of friendship like let's defeat these demons (laughs) let's come together and then like the demons are fighting each other yeah um i do want to mention though uh you know in season two we saw you know how there was the two demons the brother and sister Mm -hmm. um they were the was it the sixth upper rank was it was it like yeah i think it was number six or something but we are we initially saw the former number sixth ranked upper moon give his blood to the to the siblings in order for them to become demons mm-hmm. we'll come to find out in this season that sixth former upper rank is now number two mm-hmm. so now he's like even more dangerous he's yeah. behind uh yorichi and he's in front of akaza mm-hmm. and like you see this dynamic between akaza and like yorichi like going back and forth like or no not yorichi sorry akaza and the, the second rank mm-hmm. like you know hey i i advanced faster than you so i'm better than you and yeah. like you know they're just like fighting they're against like each other like just getting under each other's skin yeah. it seems like yeah. so i'm excited to see the dynamic between all these demons yeah and too. um i'm just i don't know where it's gonna go again i personally think they're just way too overscaled and overpowered but i'm also excited to see the hashiras like the mist hashira that we met mm-hmm. and then the other uh hashira i forgot what she is like not butterfly she's the one with like the curvy sword mm-hmm. oh love thank mm-hmm. you when she's love hashira um the mist one's crazy i love his demeanor yeah. he's so like logical down to the book yeah. textbook and like he, no emotion mm-hmm. he became a hashira in like a couple months it was like said. six months i believe yeah which and is crazy yeah so and we see we meet him and he's just straight to the point like you know i'm not here to joke around i'm just yeah. gonna do my thing i have no emotion mm-hmm. you know logically think about that like he but he's cold with it bro mm-hmm. you see he, he did one of his breathing techniques um in like the third episode and it's he, I think he's the real deal. Yeah, I think so. He's too. up there for sure. Um, again, we haven't really met like or gotten too deep into the other Hashiras, mm-hmm. but this guy looks crazy. I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for this guy. Yeah, same. Um, I'm also excited to see what Tanjiro pulls out. You know, hopefully he, oh, he like learns more about his his uh, what do you how do you pronounce it? Hanakami Kagura, yeah. like his uh, uh, like kind of flame technique that mm-hmm. was passed down. Um, I'm excited to see where that goes. <laughs> They're in the Sword District, right? That's well, where Sword the, Village. Sword, no, Swordsmith Village. Swordsmith Village. It'd yeah. be funny because you know Tanjiro, he's like known for breaking his sword all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just like there's a scene where like there's a bunch of swords in some room and he's just, just like going through them or something like that. He's just just breaking them, them, trying to hack off a head and they just keep breaking or something. Yeah, bro. Something stupid. Like like yeah, that, that'd but. be hilarious. But I don't know, man. I feel like considering this Swordsmith Village is supposed to be one of the most sacred in the world mm-hmm. and for them to already be infiltrated by these demons, man, I think it's just going to go down mm-hmm. and I'm excited. I'm excited too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. But other animes, yeah. what, what else have you been watching recently? Yeah, yeah, You've yeah, been yeah. on That's, one. Yeah, I've, um, there's this new one on Crunchyroll. It's called uh, Hell's Paradise uh, that okay. Monchies and I have been watching. It. It's uh, animated by uh, MAPPA which is super popular uh, animation studio. As of right now, they do like Attack on Titan, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, I believe as well. And it's actually good, bro. It's like, I don't even know how to explain it really. As of right now, it's kind of all up in the air. But the main character, his name's Gabimaru. He's like this shinobi kind of like, 
killer. He's like a legend throughout the world. And he's just known to be dangerous. Anyways, to keep it short, he gets caught up in some stuff. So now he's um, sentenced to death. Oh. He's a criminal. Um, and like most criminals, again, like I said, he's sentenced to death. But he just can't die. Mm-hmm. And you find out why. Anyways, he gets sent to this area where there's like a bunch of other criminals... There's like a bunch of other criminals who um who are all sentenced to death, but they get a plea deal. Hey, if you guys go to this land, this mystical land, to find this elixir that grants you like immortality, mm-hmm. you guys can be pardoned. But only one person will be pardoned out of like this group of let's say fifteen criminals. So they all jump on this boat to go to this mystical land that is like crazy, filled with just a bunch of mystical, fantastical beasts. And that's sick. I don't even know like how to explain it really, but. It, five episodes in there's so much world building um it just kind of like you just get presented with so much information but it's not an overload and the way they do it it's like what you're coming to find as new like you're just experiencing for the first time the characters are also experiencing for the first time so you have like this connection with the characters where no one knows what's going on Uh so it's like what is going on how do we figure this out so it's a cool experience yeah and i feel like it's gonna be the new anime. Really, just the based next on one. what we watched, I'm like, dude, this looks. The intro's fire. Yeah. The outro's fire. The characters are dope and unique enough to like wonder, okay, what's what's that? You know, what's that about? Mm-hmm. What are they about? So keeps you curious and stuff. You should watch it, Hell's Paradise. I think Hell's you would Par- like it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And again, it's just a like, dude. It's just well animated. Like I said, Mappa, the animation studio, super popular right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's the go-to anime, in my opinion. So Hell shout yeah. out Hell's Paradise. Hell's Paradise. Uh, you guys should definitely give it a watch. I think there's only like six yeah six episodes right now and they're still continuing to come out so it's brand new yeah brand new so definitely give it a watch while we wait for other stuff to come out like attack on titan uh-huh. i don't want to talk about attack on titan bro because well, i think the whole fan base is just upset the, uh, yeah the next episode of the final chapter part 32 <laughs> like came out it's an, an hour-long episode that episode end, ends, it's like, all right, now we got to wait six more months for episode two to come out, Jeez. which is going to be another hour. And after that, probably another six months wait. I'm kind of over it, so. That's ridiculous. I'm going to put Attack on Titan down and just put it in the drawer until it's done yeah. and not talk about it. Okay, okay. Because we've been waiting for, like, what, 10 years? It came yeah. out 2013, I believe, Dang. first season. Wow, it's yeah. been going for a while. And this final season, part three now, it's the third part of a final season. How does that make sense? What the heck? Yeah, so it's like, they should have just not labeled it final season, just season four, five, and six. Like, yeah. There's no reason to to turn it into a three-part final season. No, it kind of gets ridiculous at that point. Because oh, you absolutely. just, like, as a fan, you don't know what to expect when something gets released at that point yeah it's like bro when is this gonna end obviously people who read the manga know but mm-hmm. there's also supposed to be um a different ending in this anime mm. supposedly the anime is gonna have a different ending than the manga uh, okay. which is what i'm excited about because i want to kind of compare and stuff uh-huh. but we don't know when it's gonna end Dang. so it's it's very brutal for the fans so yeah either way shout out attack on Titan. i mean it's a hate love i know i gotta catch of. up dude you're always telling me i gotta catch up on that one you would really like it, i bro. think i would yeah i think i would i really like the the design of the giant of the uh, titans and yeah it seems like to me it's always like how the heck do these uh guys defeat you know the titans but, that's what you think initially right yeah. and then it turns into a whole different thing so mm-hmm. it's it's hard to predict things okay and a lot happens that's cool so you gotta check it out hell yeah yeah absolutely so anime 
animes have been hitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm actually excited for the lineup of different stuff like Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, um, Attack on Titan, now Hell's Paradise. 100%, so, dude. Uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, what are some projects you've been watching? I know you've been you've been kind of telling me about some yeah. some stuff that yeah. There's a couple shows that I've watched recently that I I definitely think I got to give a shout out to Swarm is one of them, yeah. which is on Amazon Prime and it's by uh, Charles Gambino. So he, Donald Glover, he's acting or he's, he made it. He made it. He made. It. I believe he wrote it and directed it. Okay. Uh, he wasn't the sole director or writer, but yeah. he was, um, you know, a part of the process. And like, I think he is a big part of making the show. Okay, but and it's interesting, bro. Yeah, it's an interesting show. So basically, it's about this girl who is a huge fan of this one artist. She's just like the biggest fan of this very Beyonce esque artist, I guess. Like, kind of the same vibe as Beyonce. Like I guess. musician. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And um, she's just so her whole world is this artist right Mm. she lives for this artist so like anyone that talks bad about this artist or like uh gets in her way from seeing this artist or any like she's spiraling she's in a very spiral mode when you're watching her you would call her a stan yeah yeah she is uh she is very all over the place you never know what she's gonna do like really she's very like you can see in her eyes she's wanting to do something, but she she kind of seems normal sometimes, but she's not. She's not normal at all. Okay. But it was like such a you're basically following her trying to get to this concert the whole time I believe, and but like the road she takes to it and the people she has to see and meet to get there is it's a journey for sure, and it's very different. It's yeah. a different show, and it looks great. The cinematography was a standout for me. It was very um. It's really good. It was really good. So, like, the first season's out? Yeah. So, it hasn't ended? Uh, so, the first season is out. It seems like it could end there. It could, one it season? It could, could just be, like, a, you know, short kind of series, one series kind of thing. But yeah, worth a watch, I think, for sure. Because okay. I think it does some different stuff that I haven't seen in a show in a while. And it's kind of, yeah, it's different. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a also gory <laughs> it's also gory how how <laughs> yes i'm confused she's crazy oh it's that bad she's crazy oh wow okay yeah, yeah. interesting she's crazy so. okay so it's like horror aspect kind yeah. of a little bit more like a thriller thriller yeah thriller yeah i would say okay but worth a watch for sure and yeah. then another thing on amazon um that uh we watched is called jury duty mm-hmm. and this is a show that is just so different dude like i've i've tried to put like anyone that i can onto the show yeah jury duty just because it's just i've never seen anything like it but basically they're setting the scene it's a fake jury it's a fake trial the only thing about it like everyone involved is an actor except one person and this is this goes on for a couple weeks this trial and like they're documenting documenting the whole thing they're watching how this dude reacts it's kind of like a social experiment for just this one dude okay and um see how he reacts to like these crazy situations they're very like reality tv-esque situations but he thinks they're real Mm -hmm. in real time and yeah it's it's a good show it's funny it's very office vibe kind of for sure so i think you'd like it yeah i love that you should check it out for sure it's it's different because like and at the end you know they kind of like reveal to this guy that this has been a a hoax this whole time i guess or mm. an experiment and he's kind of like mind boggled by the whole thing yeah. he's like 
he's like you can tell in his eyes he's like wait what like yeah what did you guys do to me like, he's <laughs> a little traumatized yeah like why why yeah you know? and i even saw him on a podcast after and he was like saying that it took him like a month to go back to work like Damn. after this yeah. whole thing ended just because he was just so like kind of paranoid that cameras were on him all the time or okay. something like truman it's show that kind of bad thing. yeah it's like it's not bad like he would they weren't doing anything crazy to him yeah but for him to like but, have that sense of yeah, dude like a just, month i'm not going to work right yeah it altered his reality a little that's, bit for sure it's crazy uh, there's a new pixar movie you know pixar movies are always great mm -hmm. elemental coming out this year that sounds fun the new transformers which hopefully dude hopefully will be good i'm i love transformers movies yeah. I, the first two were my favorite shot oh, back in the day hopefully this one can live up to those new spider-man that's oh i'm that's so excited about that one that new one's spider verse movie and Ooh. i'm excited to see the different variations of spider-man like the yeah. 2099 i like, was watching a trailer recently and it looks like there's a lot of them oh like i can't a lot wait yeah, spider-man yeah. variations and so. if they can somehow tie it in with like mcu mm. imagine that'd mm -hmm. be crazy that'd be fun um oppenheimer is gonna be good too man i can't wait for that one it's that's good big block christopher block nolan right absolutely yep. um just a cheesy one barbie <laughs> you know you know i've been talking I about like the that. casting for that one yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian gosling and mario yeah. margot robbie i think it could be pretty silly and yeah, maybe I a funny it, movie yeah. yeah i think it will be silly for the whole sole purpose of being silly and yeah. that's it might make it good yeah i hope so <laughs> you know i, I kind of want to see it honestly absolutely yeah um so yeah a bunch of stuff coming out that we're definitely gonna watch and we're excited to talk about yes sir and so just be expecting some more stuff from us uh whether it be you know these podcasts uh movie reviews frat chats clips you know as long as you guys are still watching we're gonna still be making them mm -hmm. you know so are you excited for uh, yeah. what's to come it's a good year good year for absolutely. movies i'm excited to talk about them and share some opinions and yeah keep, well maybe some hot going. takes maybe some hot takes who knows <laughs> yeah but uh yeah thank you guys again for tuning in um until next time stay on the grind yeah and we'll be seeing each other peace out deuces